0: To the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all
1: things Club America and English. I oh, want strike Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juárez, and
0: everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Goal. Now let's hit the field and
2: start the show.
1: America! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Not a lot of enthusiasm in my voice today, of course, because unfortunately the season has come to an end. We're going to be recapping the end of the Guardianes 21 season for America. We're going to talk about the ups and the downs and kind of how we all feel overall. In Solari's first tenure here at America's first season, and we'll see what happens, what grades we give, and we're gonna read off a couple of some of your guys' thoughts and reactions as well. So make sure you guys are on the comment section. We're definitely gonna get it off going right away. But as always, let me introduce my co-host. It is none other than Brooklyn's finest, Brooklyn's own Mister AJ, aka Young Arnie. How are you, my friend? Um, doing good. Um, it's final season for me right now. Getting through them,
2: I got a 98 actually on one of my training programs to start off with so that's pretty good
1: and here i am now getting ready to talk everything through america aj would you give up would you give your give up your 98 if america made it into the semis
2: oh uh, no i need that i need that 98
1: Show. oh you know what no i need that guys boo this it. man boo this I man need <laughs> apparently america doesn't come first um but good to hear that, AJ, good to hear that. Talking a lot about that right now. Uh, and joining us again is a returning guest now for two, three weeks now, I believe. I, I lost track already, to be honest. But it is none other than Brian himself. Brian, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm sad. My body hurts from
0: my own recreational soccer. That was a nightmare. America lost, so my heart hurts. It's been a little rough. It's been,
1: it's been a rough been a rough, weeks, Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's been pain central for all Americanistas. And we just went through a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, you know, Thursday, we're all upset with the team and, and ready to kind of chop off heads. And then Sunday rolls around and you're not really mad at the team, more or so less at some players. But, you know, they died out there playing for something. And you yeah. got to credit to them for going out the way that they did against Pachuca. It's just kind of unfortunate. And it, it just doesn't sit right in any Americanista right now, that the team got eliminated the way that they did with the amount of golazos that were scored on the night of... I have not seen an America game where we have seen banger after banger after banger. Outside the box. (laughs) Outside the box. Like, Jesus. Go back and relive those moments and then just cry because Bruno puts his hand out there. But let's talk a little bit about this exit and then we'll talk... Maybe we'll recap the whole season uh, under Solari and maybe we'll grade it afterwards and and see where we all fall and land in that perspective. But let's, let's, let's take a trip back to Hidalgo on Thursday, Brian, what went wrong for you in that game?
0: On Thursday. Oh yeah. Uh, Pachuca came in hot. That's what's, that was, that's what happened. Uh, Felt, felt that home field. um, Knew that America would thrive off of a good result took care of business. I mean, that's as simple as it could be, even though Suarez got that golazo. It was about, you know, just, they took care, they just did what they had to do. Just second half meltdown for America.
1: Yeah, it, it, you know, they came in hot, and I think we thought they were going to come in a different way. I I, I don't know if we kind of underestimated them a little bit, but I feel like we didn't really take the game to them the way that we should have. Not to say that we didn't take—I don't really think we had that many clear-cut chances. I just—like I said, the one thing that America has lacked for me this whole season has been that final third passing or that Mm -hmm. creativity in that final third, where sometimes we just look like we don't have any ideas, and I think that's what kind of hindered us really badly in Hidalgo in the first leg. AJ, for you, I mean, what really stands out for you in the first leg? Why this 3-1 result?
2: the only really good they could say about it is just we got the away goal. So that was something we were going to in that second leg. But just all in all, just America, they just weren't the America felt like that we usually see during the season. It felt like the playoffs, like I mentioned, it's a completely different story. It's act like you're starting the season anew again. And to just have a result like that is just really disappointing and not America is Especially you allowed the home team to just demolished you completely 3-1. He did get a goal, but just all just things could have been better. And Jorge Sanchez, yeah, don't get me started. Just it was a really, really off night for him. And it see the defense as well just wasn't really as good as it used to be during the regular season. It's like the same mistakes we were seeing from last season. It's the same back four that we had. And just it felt like when we really needed the most, they failed to step up.
1: Yeah, I, I think everyone that needed to step up in this moment didn't do so. I mean, very few players can maybe, you know, walk out of this and say they actually put in a shift. But uh, you're right, AJ. This is one thing that we were very much kind of praising uh, this whole season was this defense and how well they had been working under Solari. And very quietly as well, right? No one actually really giving them their roses and the fact that everything that was talked about in the press was the forwards, the goals, the Henrys, the Viñases, the Fidalgos. And no one really paid much attention to the Kind of shutouts that America was having here and there, the low, the 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 low amount of times we would get conceded on, in comparison to last season. And so we thought, okay, this defense is doing something right here. Let them work and do their thing. But I feel like I I don't know, Brian. Was it was it an Were these players just overworked? Because I think things kind of dwindled after the Cruz Azul game, where maybe we didn't look our sharpest. And I mean, really, all our flaws came out in Hidalgo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things you just have to keep in mind is like once once Legia is going, um, things change like pretty drastically. A lot of those things you see in regular season with some teams, like the the switch has been flipped, and and you have a team that came off a big win against Chivas, and um, they felt very comfortable. I, I, I think um, America, uh, you said, uh, did they underestimate the game? Uh, Maybe. I just think Pachuca was that prepared. I, I think that would have probably been the best way to put it from how I was watching that game. Even though America got, a, a, you know, they, lo- they leveled the game. But, you know, there, there were those ideas lacking. Like, we, we kind of keep seeing the same thing. And again, it's a wonder goal that got them the one back. So, um, not a whole lot of just playing off a player, find a through ball or something like that. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of that.
1: And at halftime, we were talking on Twitter over on Spaces and you were there, Brian, and we talked about it, that, you know, that goal kind of gives us a lifeline to get back into this game. But the most important thing that America has to do is make sure they kind of nullify Pachuca in some way. And they didn't. Maybe they did for a couple of minutes, but I feel like then we took the the foot off the gas pedal. And again, our creativity kind of lacked and really showed in that game. And we thought, well, maybe we can get the result here or eventually we'll score another one and yep. then Pachuca just got the second and then they got the third and we got a red card and now we looking at a mountain to climb up on Sunday.
0: Yeah, that was a killer. That red card was a killer.
1: And I feel like that that really kind of painted and 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 maybe in a sense tainted uh the the second leg for us. And and you know, I, I know Christian, who isn't on here, but if he was, he'd tell you how confident he was that we were going to make the comeback. And he, to this Sunday, he was still very confident that day. He said 4-1, for those of you who weren't listening to our preview. He was saying 4-1 was going to be the result of this. Not too far off. Not too far off. off. I and mean, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit right now. But I think there was this kind of like, hmm. I felt after the Pachuca game. And 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 I'll come out and say I I didn't think we were gonna make the comeback. It's not that I didn't have faith in this team. It's just you, it's like you you've seen it happen time and time again, and you got to play the comeback kick card once again, and it gets a little bit frustrating. I feel like it, may, it might be and it 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 takes a toll on these players, you know. And so I I wasn't I was very much disappointed in Solari in the way he planted himself in that game against Pachuca. Because in other road games, we've seen an America side be sometimes a little bit more conservative whenever the the opposition is starting to dominate them. Right? right? We see them, you know, uh, close, uh, try to close the gaps. They, they try to keep their shape, and they try to re- re- relatively stay as defensive as as, as you can sometimes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is a team that wants the ball, that wants to play, wants to create stuff. But you know, there's 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 times where the opposition opposition has maybe a little bit more, and so that he's always been a little bit smart about his decision making uh when it comes to his team and saying, Okay, look, maybe we gotta tone it down a little bit, maybe we gotta drop, maybe we, you know, not try to jump so many lines. And I didn't see that in this game against Petru. I feel like he didn't really have an answer. Um, and maybe it was because it, he didn't have an, an answer on the bench because we talked about this, Brian. This this team doesn't have as much depth as we thought this team could. Um, right. So I don't know. I, I feel like all of that just kind of accumulated in Pachuca, and the result is three to one. And my question to you guys is: coming into Sunday's game after the Pachuca game on Thursday, how how high were your guys' hopes of America making the comeback? <sighs>
2: not good it, it was it's really tough especially coming down from a deficit like that at home it's like you really could not mess you could not mess up at that point man i make a girl, nice you got half there like we could definitely make the others are just like that's it we're done we're gonna pack our bags and go home difficult yeah.
0: i think to me like the first goal really bugged me
2: mm-hmm.
0: because it's like if you got a rhythm and maybe we put two with a lot of pressure Then I'm like, okay, this is going kind of how you need it. But to eat that first goal was just like, oh, this is going to be a really you got to throw everything forward and it's going to get sloppy. And there were some great goals. Don't get me wrong. But that was the that was the momentum changer, whether we realized it or not, was
1: that first goal to me. Yeah, no. Even, yeah, go, 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 you go, 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 Because, no,
2: I remember just seeing five minutes, looking down my phone, just, you know, making ready to get a gift just in case something happened. I just see Romario Barra just go past Luis Fuentes and Casas. He's like, the, both of them just bumped heads. Yeah. and I saw the goal. Casas' reaction when he plays it over is like, that's exactly how you should feel. Because it's saying it's like, well, there, there was a bunch of miscommunication right there. You didn't think someone like Romario Ibarra, he's got the pace, but to think that, Fuentes or Casas at least got to him. I just saw him just left behind the dust. I'm just like, it's going in. And then, like you said, I felt the same way. You feel right at that point? It's like, we have a long mountain to climb at that point. And it felt like it's just the beginning five minutes. It, that's the like, we have a long way to go for this game to finish.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I went into Sunday's game with low expectations. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but I just came in and saying, look, I don't expect us to do it, but I have faith in this team that they can pull it off. And I didn't want to get my hopes up. I didn't. And as soon as Ibarra scored, I'm like, well, yeah. it, it we knew it was going to happen, right? But then I saw something that I haven't seen this America side do all season long. And that was as soon as they conceded, they went out and they found the equalizer. I don't know where they thought or, or how they found all this creativity that they were lacking for weeks. And they somehow showed it up in this in this game right we saw mm-hmm. i have never seen Roger play the game that he has ever that he played on sunday like the man literally was one goal away from getting like a 3 year extension in my eyes like it like he, the things he was doing was phenomenal uh fidalgo we already know he's a workhorse but my god that man was all over the pitch you know it, everything just seems to be clicking for America in this game on Sunday. Like, they their they're guns are blazing, and they're just making things happen, right? They get the penalty. Roger converts. Luis Fuentes scores a worldie. I don't even know how you even make that go in. Um, and, and, and then, you know, after that, you know, you go into the second half thinking, okay, this could happen. But like you said, Brian, you, since we conceded that goal, we then put ourselves in a situation where... Well, now we got to throw everything, you know, up forward and we we're vulnerable at the back and we're prone to making a mistake. And what happened? We scored that third goal and just minutes, minutes afterwards. And I'm not and and I know you guys are going to get to the whole Bruno situation, but that whole Bruno situation can be avoided Mm -hmm. if you just clear the ball. Just clear the ball, but, but somehow it they, they gets stuck in between the defender's legs, and there's a scramble in the box, and then someone kicks it out wide, and then Bruno throws his body on the line, and you know, hits his hand, then the penalty, and I think in that point everyone's heart just sank because you thought, well, you know what has to come next. If they score, we gotta score two more, and yes, there's time, but you know, you're asking a lot at that point. Pachuca score, then we're thinking to ourselves. Here we go, two more to go. Leo Suarez gives us the last bit of hope with mm-hmm. what has to be probably his best goal in the América jersey by far. Yeah,
0: it's
1: one of them. It's one of them. It's one of them. I mean, he's 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 he scored he, some bangers he's done, He's
2: known for scoring bangers. He got Lancy United. Yeah, the yeah Pachu- the Pachuca game, and then them again. So yeah, no, just great goals from him, but.
1: And then you're thinking, and then we even had a couple of chances to score that fifth. That Royer header. Probably, oh, props,
2: props to Ustadi. like he, that was a great save, but you were just like, that was the moment. That was it. If Royer headed that, that second, there were already laws it is, but I felt like that would have caused some kind of tremor over there at that point if he headed yeah. that in.
1: There would have been an earthquake in Mexico City by no means necessary. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it just it seemed that after that header, nothing was clicking for America. But you, mm-hmm. you you saw it, Brian. People were tired already at that point. They were gassed, like you know they were they were going on pure inertia and adrenaline, and yeah. that's all they had to take them. And yeah. and and they left everything out on the pitch. And so now, final whistle goes. America loses it which is funny. I want to bring up a comment here saying, um, where is it at? Chris saying, basically what I was going to say is like, you know, having to explain that we won this game, we tied it and we also ended up getting eliminated. So uh, we did all of those three at once. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the final whistle blows. All of us are devastated because of the game that was just played. But in your guys' eyes, how do you guys walk away from that game? Mm, I mean,
0: is there a good way to lose? I mean, that that's, that's no, a, no, no, because no, losing not. always sucks. Yeah, but because because you had the exact same amount scored. It's like you know, it's a dagger, but it's also a dagger to lose five to one in the in the aggregate too. So uh-huh. you see these great goals. Now, are we going to see goals like that all the time? No, but it was it was everybody doing their best to just get that one extra one. Like you said, with the, with the header, I thought it was going in mm-hmm. and, you know, that takes an incredible amount of skill from, you know, the, a keeper to make a move, like, to make a stop like that. Um, and, you know, it, who knows if a couple of things go differently, it, it, Hey, if Cordova's is in better form, maybe there are, maybe they do link up better and get one more or, mm-hmm. you know, one, one of those crosses goes in and, little bit more with more pace to will find a player um but yeah it's like it, it stinks to lose like that but you also kind of had to you raise your head because it's like well, we didn't get blown out we just the circumstances give us you know the elimination it, it, it stinks but that's what you go into to, especially when you're down 3-1 you know but for neutral that's a fun
1: game to watch that's for sure mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, 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 this Ligia was, was madness so yes. far. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Sergio Cruz saying, away goal is ridiculous. And it's something we're yeah, talking yeah, about, Brian. And, I, and I, I hate the
0: away goal. I hate the standings rule. But it is what it is. We, it, it, unfortunately, you know, you go into that game knowing what you need. And like I said, going back to what I said earlier, that first goal sets the rhythm of, oh, my gosh. Here we go. Like, get one yeah. bad. Get another, oh. Get another back, It's like now you can't make any hiccups, there's no hiccups here, and we had one, even though we got one more back, still had the
1: hiccups, yeah, and that and that's the thing, right, because we the the game was painted as America needed to have the most perfect game, and five minutes in, and you're already down to go,, yep. it's like, well, you got to throw all of that out out the door, right, yeah, a perfect
0: I- game there. <laughs>
1: We have uh, Jerry Sanchez saying, "If Roger makes that header, his statue outside the Azteca would have been standing right now." Exactly. Wouldn't and looks even
0: crazier. I don't know why. I thought he was like thirty-one. He's twenty-six.
2: Roger? Yeah, Roger's twenty-six. Yeah, he's he's on not say young, but like you know, he's uh, there. That's
0: a pretty prime age. I was like, you know, you know for I was like for like thirty-one. He, he, that was a pretty great game. They're like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm like he he's, he's still
2: deceiving. in his prime. Let's be this I know,
0: but we, if we can get, hey, if you can get a player like that more often, that's a huge uh, bonus, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, question is, you know, does he stay or does he go? And then I'll ask you guys a little bit more about it when we go later in the show as to who go you ahead. guys would keep and who you guys would let go of, but. You're right, though. There is no perfect way to lose, right? Because let's face it, we're America that isn't instilled in our DNA. Losing is not an option. It's just an unfortunate event that America had to go through. And we put ourselves in that situation. We can't at other times. There's been times where people are like, oh, it was the refs or this or or this or that. But we put ourselves in the situation by not having a good first leg. Yep. Exactly. And it's not to say that I'm like, oh, you should have just gone to the game, but you gotta play it as a, for a draw, you know, and then have the game that you had in this in the Azteca. Like, that's not also how I think they should have gone, but been smarter. Like, e- even if you just don't concede the three goals, concede two and we're in it, you know. It's true. That's that's the most frustrating thing about it. And I think when Paco Villa, who was narrating for today, it was like, you know, I I ask you got you Americanistas, can you Kind of like say anything to your club after the game That they had and it's like yes yes there's a lot To be said still like just Because you had one really incredible game Doesn't make up for the fact that You had a poor first leg And that you are still constantly Making some defensive mistakes there's Some you know lapses Of misconcentration that are costing us, you know important things Um yep. And the other and, thing and, about and,
0: the uh, Game I was going to say was like and you're down two one. It's like you, I'm sure they're just a wave of emotions like hitting them instead of just be like, hey, let's just be smart, blast the ball, launch the ball. Let's just get out of here. Unfortunately, it's like scramble, scramble, scramble. You got the adrenaline, you got the away, you know, the away situation, and it's just like it just backfired. Like the whole thing just you know just put them in the wrong in the wrong state of mind. It looked like.
1: Yeah, and we got uh, Jason saying here, definitely sucks that the away goal was a factor in the elimination. However, if the story was flipped, we definitely would have appreciated the advantage. That's just how the game works. Yeah, and it, I think that's exactly kind
0: like of... Exactly, like you go into it
1: knowing what it is. It's just... Um, yeah, yeah. It, it just, it is. It is what it is in that situation. But look, America falls, and now we're out of the Liga. The Guardianes 2021 season is over for us. And, you know, players are now going to go... Some on vacation. Others, they got to put in overtime with their national teams. Uh, We'll see how that goes with some of them. But, um, I mean, did anyone really expect for us to be champions is my question. I open it to you guys, and I open it to whoever's listening to us as well. Let us know. Because we sat here at the beginning of the season, and we said, the real objective is for Solari to kind of get an idea of what his team is. And what it's going to look like for, his, for the next season. And, see, and make Ligia. What happens from there on is a bonus. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think he fulfilled the expectations that at least we set up for him to have. But with the way that this team played. With 41 points made on the field. 38 because of the whole Vina situation against Atlas. Did this team merit for more?
0: Well, that's the thing. It's things switch as soon as you get into playoff mode. You know what I mean? But when you do rack up points like that in the season and for example, like Fidalgo gain, gain momentum, look better. You know, I would say past game six, you know, like game who's like sixth game. Um, you were starting to see somebody who is not just a quality addition, but now, you know, this is, this is somebody you plug into the starting lineup. And then you see other players kind of stepping up and stepping up, and they're just gaining points. So it makes you think, like, a little run, make a final, and just you got a great coach who, who's boosting players. It can happen. But, again, you get a team like Pachuca that had the momentum. It's, it's, you got to be buckled up for a, a difficult you know, first match. And, unfortunately, like we said, um, things went south towards the end of that game.
1: Yeah, I think Sergio puts it perfectly, saying, under the new coach, no, did not expect to be champions as the season played out. I expected to be in the final, and I think that's kind of where it all shifted, right? Right. I saw things started progressing, and because of that, everyone was like, well, now you got to be favorites. And I remember going on to the Lions and podcast, and they were like, oh, you know, you you must think that you guys must be, you know, like favorites for the championship. I told them, no, like, to be honest, no. Like, we're just here to see where this goes. Like if it takes us all the way to the final, so be it. Perfect. I'm gonna love it. But if it means that we exit out in the Ligia, well, that's the case too. Like this man's this is not Sulati's team. He inherited this and he did the best that he could. And he brought out the best in some players that we didn't expect that. And so now it's a work in progress. And I think that's the one thing we need to remember is that this continuously is a work in progress. Um, for a coach to come in and in six months have uh, you know, a title winning season, like that's hardly ever heard of. Right. It's so difficult. it's difficult. Yeah. Not to say that can't be done, but, you know, he got himself in a good situation. Yeah. Now, I mean, the there's, optimism.
0: there's optimism now.
1: If, yeah. Yeah. If you obviously. You get what you want, you know. So then I go to this. We asked on Twitter. And I'm asking you gentlemen right here so you guys can give me your answers. With the Guardian's 21 season over, Solari has uh you know finally had a season under his belt. How would you rate this for him? Do you give it an A, a B, C, or an F? AJ.
0: I'm gonna go
2: with this an A for Solari in his first season with America.
1: Wow. AJ gets a 98 on his exam and starts giving out A's to everyone, apparently. Okay. Nice. Brian?
0: Uh, like I responded, I said B minus. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple things that I would have liked to see done a little bit different. Um, but like we were talking about, it's a first go, I saw a lot of improvements throughout the season, um, which is what you want to see. You don't want to see players kind of like getting confused and like things don't look quite as progressive. Um, but I think he's going to surpass my expectation or that grade in the upcoming season by quite a bit. Um, Now that there's, um, you know, the roots are there for him to to move forward. So I think B minus would be a solid grade and um, just kind of excited for what's next, you know, after the kind of heartbreak, you know, wears off.
1: No, I agree with you. And and Jason Hernandez obviously Brian's uh burner account on on, <laughs> on YouTube going with the B minus as well, saying Salati only arrived a week before the start of the season. Also gotta remember that and put that on to factor. Uh work with that w- worked with what was available and made a great debut season. Next season will definitely have higher expectations uh and definitely aims for a championship. Chris Rivera saying Salati had all the excuses to fail, instead of we had one of the greatest regular seasons in how long? And mind you. We went out fighting. I guess so that named, to me, Baños failed him, in my opinion. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit right now, too, as to whether or not Baños is in the hot seat. I'd say that a lot of people would say that he is. But everyone kind of generally says a B. I mean, the poll ran and we had an A at 36%, a B at 54%, a C at 8%. And widely enough, there was an F at a 2%. And someone was very mad that day. You could tell. Someone definitely did not get it at 98% like AJ on their exam. Um, I just want to read a couple of things that some, someone said over here. Um, you know, uh, shout out to Frederick Duncan at uh, Chief Freddy 98. Said Solid B because the squad wasn't deep enough. Brian, that's something that we were just mentioning right now. We think that, you know, we need a little bit more depth coming into this. Uh, Angel going with A 100%. He used players like I've never seen before. Leo Suarez, for example. I'm a fan of him now. Okay, that's 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 meritable. Philip Ortiz saying that defense needs work, definitely does. Luis at Luis Falso nine saying, Hey, if it wasn't for the mix up versus Atlas, we would have finished first in the table for the first season. That doesn't sound so bad, in my opinion. And then at Galactique. Saying even though we were getting results, we weren't necessarily playing well all the time. And the first leg against Pachuca was completely lifeless and disappointing. The tie was lost there. Didn't really give me a great there, but you know, all along people seem to be kind of going with uh, you know a, a, a good a good um, a good grade, which leads me to this: Soladi has set the bar high for himself this next come, upcoming season. And with the way that the team played, with the points that you got, you're looking at this, you got to get to the final next season. That is really the expectation. That's the bar he set for himself. Granted, we need to see what happens this summer. Who goes, and more importantly, who comes. And then, you know, the bar is still going to be there. Can he reach it reasonably? It's going to be a whole different conversation have but is it fair to say that the bar now for solari is reaching the final
0: yeah for sure Mm -hmm. i agree um about what i was gonna say if if i we threw in conca champions i'd give him a b plus just because that's another thing to throw in there and we're still in that for the future so Mm -hmm. uh, that was another test that i think he passed great but if we're just talking just um the league yeah i i, I keep them at b minus but like i said I, I expect better than that in the future um like we said it depends on who comes and who goes um but it, i have faith that things will just progress because there's time and there's a lot to to, to go over so I, i'm optimistic
1: no, yeah, I, I I agree with you. And, uh, you know, so Laddie is the type of man that ever since his first arrival, he's always said the right things. Um, and if you heard his press conference, he said, you know, I have nothing but praises for my players that, you know, left it all on the line. And he said, you know, I think we have a good, solid foundation here to build something special for the future. Um, and, uh, you know, that's optimism. Uh, that's being him optimistic for the future. But I think he's also instilling that in some of the fans and saying, look, don't press that panic button. We have something to work here with and the best is yet to come. And so we just have to be hopeful and, you know, wait for this upcoming season. I know it's going to seem like a long time, but, you know, luckily enough, we have the national teams to keep us busy. Um, Uh, We'll
0: be busy. Yes. (laughs) But I'll say this, too. He's one of those managers that you love to see on the sidelines. I don't know what it is. He's got an elegance to him. And he's like at this calmness. And you're like. Yeah, I okay. This this team like likes playing for him at least. That's the that's like yeah.
2: A big that's you can tell that that's something I always point to, is like day one he first arrives just calm and collected. No matter what the situation, he's like okay, that's fine. Like he's not like yo, where after we're down a goal, he's gonna immediately start going on to the middle of the pitch and start yelling at his players. So I was like, <laughs> okay, it's fine. Especially when we were down, but you got three one, he was just like, that's fine. He's like, okay, just just keep fighting, keep fighting. And then when we play on the home leg, despite us going down, it's like we went down with the fight at the end. He still had hope in his team. He even had his hands like going up. It's like, keep it going. Don't stop. So that's not like you mentioned, Brian, that it feels like the players at least like playing under him. Yeah. They're not under pressure or anything like that. Right.
0: It's like he's like the type of guy that's like, keep your head up. Did you see the final? It was mm-hmm. five to five. It's just unfortunate events.
1: Rules, rules are rules. Yeah, and That's yeah, it. There's no we
0: can do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 100%.
1: And some people would say that because he's not as fired up as a Piojo, that that's kind of a disadvantage, which Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't agree to that sense. I think that every player reacts differently. And since you need that calm, cool and collected person in your corner, when everyone is just kind of freaking out and running like, you know, headless chickens on the the field, Mm -hmm. you know, you need someone to kind of center you. Right. But yeah, you know, so I give him a B. I think all of us great, you know, AJ, giving an A out here just because he's so Um, but no, I, you know, good season, good season. Uh, but overall, because this is America, we just have to be honest. It's it's a failure. It's a failure because we don't go to the final, and it's because we don't lift the trophy. Now, everyone's just going to say that America has the highest of standards and, and the highest of expectations, and it's true. Um, I think. I was talking to Chris Rivera on on Twitter and, and he mentioned it. We are probably the most spoiled fan base that there is in this league because of our rich culture, because yeah, of we can get who we that. are. <laughs> yeah, because of who we are and, and because of what we're accustomed to, the greatness. And because of that, we're going to see this season and say, well, we didn't lift the trophy, so it's going to go down as a failure. But being objectives here, I think that this was a good season under a new coach, right? I know that, you know, from an America perspective, it's always a failure whenever you don't win a trophy. But I think there's definitely a lot of positives to take away from this. And we just got to build up the expectation. So,
0: well, there's more to it too. it's, It's not just, to me, there's more, it's not just a black and white issue of just, you know, you failed or you succeeded. It's like you failed and there's optimism. Or as opposed to there could be, you know, failure with, and where are we going from here? And you're still in the running for CONCACAF champions. New names are going to come. He's going to mold this team. So, failure, yes. Failure with optimism, big time. So, you know, that's all you can ask for if you you can't get that championship.
1: Yeah, one thing to definitely note, Jason saying, no uh, CONCACAF champions league for 2022. That is true. That is true. But um, you never know. You never know. With CONCACAF, you just never know. well, give you
0: motivation to win, and then represent the whole the whole league. Yeah, and, oh, you know, represent
1: Vegas. everything. You know, go out there, be Philly, and whoever comes, you know, across your corner, whether it's Monterrey or Cruz Azul, you know, take them down and go over there and do your thing. And wherever it is going to be this year, um, we'll see. But be interesting. But that does it. That wraps up America season as a whole. I think we talked about it. There was some good moments. There was some bad. A little bit more bad at the end than there was good, but like you mentioned, Brian, it's, you know, a failure, but with with something to look forward into in the future. It's not like where do we go from here, like you mentioned. So optimism for the future, and I think that's the most important thing to to go about it. And I think you know we give it a solid B for an America side that looked deflated after the loss to LAFC in, in the Concacaf Champions League. Um, we looked like we just weren't going anywhere. We didn't know who our coach was going to go. For God's sake, someone said Memo Vasquez at one point and said Hio Bueno. I was ready to retire from podcasting whenever Sergio Bueno was going to be announced. He, this man even
2: made the graphics as well. He had it prepared and he was even saying, I cannot believe I just sat down in front of my computer making that.
1: <laughs> so, never do that again to me, America. But, um, you know, you go from all of that uncertainty to now having something to look forward to. Uh, definitely, definitely a positive upbringing. Um, all right, gentlemen. We got to look and kind of flip the tortilla a little bit and, and look into the future. And think, well, where do we go from here? We know that there's some players that are going to be leaving. We know that there's some players rumored to come. We know there's some players rumored to be leaving as well. And I'm going to go through all of that in just a second. And maybe you guys can tell me who you guys' foundation players are for this Solari team. Who are kind of the quote-unquote untouchables. Who you would like to stay and continue to build this team. And then who you guys would definitely want to see out of this team after I mention the departures that America is foreseeing. And uh, before we get to those questions, I'm going to give you guys a little time to set that up. I'm going to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check out footcult.com and get a 10% off discount whenever you guys use the code EEP at checkout. Again, that is EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And just to remind you guys, uh, if you guys haven't seen this beauty of a kit that we had dropped with Foot Cult, then I don't know if you've been living under a rock, but at this beauty of a kit uh pre-orders will be uh will be closing on may 20th so that is just two days away so make sure you guys go and grab yourself a jersey and uh make sure you guys rock the foot called rock the Ego eye podcast collaboration um and once we're all able to go into the Estadio azteca again we'll make sure we flock the stadium in this beautiful white kit again use the discount code eep at checkout to get 10 percent off and again thank you to Foot calls for sponsoring today's episode all right gentlemen like we said it wasn't even one it wasn't even 24 hours since america had lost and we already had rumors going up and down sideways all over the place in guapa first one being joan is no longer going to continue with america his contract is running out america has no uh has no wants or even needs To renew his contract And so he's going to be walking out on a free But that means that America is no longer Going to have to pay those wages Which are, believe me, a lot mm-hmm. um, Sergio Diaz is another player That is going to be returning uh, back to his former club His loan spell is officially over Again, America is not going to go in pursuit And try to buy him or even extend that loan He is officially leaving America as well Now Questions are surrounding as to whether Jordan Silva is going to continue with America. Las Aguilas is going to be looking into this and they're going to be sitting down with the team and saying, "Okay, is this a player that we need for depth purposes or could we go and find someone else? Or do we have someone in our youth academy that can fill that role? So things are still being decided in that aspect. Uh, So those are the three kind of main topics that were discussed in departures. Now, I know that you guys are all wondering why I'm not talking about this, but I am. Guillermo Ochoa was rumored. To be potentially leaving. Saying that he has an offer for MLS. He was going to decide it over with his family. And that he was going to see whether or not he went and played out in the MLS side of things. Now, a lot of people came out and voiced their opinion. I was one of them. But... It seems that settling now people are coming out and saying this is not true. Ochoa is going to stay. And that at least for this next season, he is going to be the starting goalkeeper for Solari. Ochoa's wife even came out on Instagram and said that she is happy, that they are happy, and that they are motivated and excited to see Guillermo Ochoa lift that number 14 trophy at the hands of him. So a lot of up and, up and downs right here going on. And with that said, gentlemen, we know who the players are that are leaving. Potentially, we know who might leave. I'm curious to hear who you guys are. Your must stays at América. Who are your Who are your kind of quote unquote untouchables? Like I mentioned, AJ, I saw you very viciously writing stuff down. So I'm going with you first.
2: Um. So I have a um, Is there
1: a limit to like how many? Or give 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 me like your top five players that you just think need to stay.
2: Raul Martinez, Pedro Aquino, Sebastian Cáceres, Alvaro Fidalgo. And I'll go with Federico Venus. Those are mine.
1: Interesting. Venus is one of the rumors to potentially be leaving, but again, it's all just a rumor. Brian, who are your kind of top five untouchables?
0: Mm, I wouldn't go too much different, but uh, I don't think he would be rumored to leave. But I like Naveta. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you. For a kid to come into a three-three-one deficit, I think he held his own, and. um we always talked about it. Actually, I was going to mention earlier. Like looking at the depth on the bench was not fun for America. Like you, like look, like who's coming in, you know? But um, yeah. he's one of those that you can put him in the starting lineup, and you can bring him off the bench. And um, so, I mean, you I, 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 maybe just shuffle out one player on that. And, you know, maybe Vinyas if he's if he is leaving. Then, but I want to for sure keep Naveda. But I, I think all those selections were were, were solid, for sure. You don't want to lose some of those players.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you mention Cordova by any chance? Well,
0: here's the thing. It depends on where he'd be going.
1: Well, here's my other issue is, well, you just mentioned Santi Naveda. And AJ, we were talking about this. He could mm-hmm. potentially be leaving on a free. in. in yes. And because America needs to go and, and figure that contract extension out with him. And you don't want to lose a player like that on a free. And I don't mm-hmm. think he... It's not to say that he won't make it in Europe. I'm just saying I don't think it's his time to go just yet to Europe. I, I want him to develop a little bit more in America and be a starter. Um, Potentially leave with something. Kind of like Etan Alvarez, right? Um, obviously, we know that Frankfurt was heavily rumored with him at one point, And those kind of rumors just ended up fading away like they usually do in Mexican soccer. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... <laughs> But we know that he is an attractive player to some teams, and so that they'll definitely be keen on keeping an eye on him. Now, where does Cordova go, Brian? I don't know because it's gone kind of quiet in the sense of the Cordova rumors. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know if whether it be the injuries or or even so the pandemic. I just think that. No team at this moment is thinking I'm gonna spend splash that cash on a Cordoba. Now we could be wrong. He could have the Olympics of his lifetime, and then we're talking about you know another player migrating to Europe. But I'm gonna be honest. I think he stays in America for this this Mm -hmm. this summer. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong.
0: I I would love to see him win with America um, and do more with America. Uh, Granted, I start to think like your window starts to close a little bit. Yeah. And we saw that with another player in the league, in uh, Pizarro, um, and he never left. He went to MLS, and that was it. Uh, you're starting it. to get to that range. So, um, right, Olympics, that's going to be a big showcasing, and he already did so really well in the, uh, the uh, qualifiers, but not going to be an easy Olympics. So if he does show out, that could be a, um, a big moment for him. but. Yeah, I mean if he stays, I still understand like that's a player you need to, you know, bolster that team because he's a very talented player.
1: I think the only thing we're all kind of thinking is where does Cordova and Fidalgo fit in this squad at the same time in the starting eleven? And that's I think is the biggest issue. Um But look, uh I, I know I'm very heavy critical on Cordova and i own it, but I definitely would love to see him migrate to Europe. I think he would do an amazing job. Like I said, the only thing I have to knock him is the consistency sometimes, but he can, he can, he can get to that, but it's just, I don't want him to go. I don't want to make it to lose money on, on this mm-hmm. because let's face it. We're not in a situation where we could be losing money, especially with how hard we got hit with the pandemic as well. So it's not like we sure. have all this money to go out and spend. Cause I know a lot of people are very optimistic of, Oh, we're going to bring this player. We're going to bring that player. But, the reality is, guys, hold off. You might get two, three, four at best. And, and, and four is like you're stretching it. I don't think we're going to get more players than four this offseason for the same reason. Um, financially, we've been hit hard. It's not to say that we weren't before the pandemic, and it's just made it a little bit more difficult from that point on. But we'll see where Cordoba ends up staying. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to you guys. The center back partnership between Emanuel Aguilera and Bruno Valdez does one of them go this offseason?
0: Uh, well, fans keep making enough noise. Bruno might be gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Because the only one I feel like that's secured his spot, the most my piece is, is Sebastian Casas. I feel like he's one of the few that's secured because Bruno Vaz especially after that incident. Yeah, no. I think people are kind of done. Emma Aguilera, he's a liability in defense. As good as he was this season, I how he start every game. You still cannot forget about those inconsistencies in defense and when we need him the most. The one thing he only really had going for him is his free kicks and penalties. That was essentially it. When it comes to defense, yeah, it's a liability. Just don't don't bet money on it to be like, yeah, he's the f- yes, he won he he's been with us with the championship. But still, I think his time might be just be done in that minute guy. And we're looking to hopefully, you know, get yeah. someone new to pair up with Gusadis.
1: I agree with you. And Anthony's saying, Sevano's dos, so the both of them should be leaving is what he's saying. And I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, Fred Durant saying, just saw on Twitter that George Sanchez is looking to leave the club. Huge loss for America, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And I think it has to do something with fans being a little bit overboard. And sometimes this is why the Americanismo just makes me scratch my head sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. With, with the stuff that they sell, the tail players and the death threats and stuff like that. Like, come on guys. Do we have to, do we forget that this is a sport at the uh-huh. end of the day? I, well, come on. I mean,
0: after that, after the one loss, like, listen, like, does he make errors? Yes, but I, I put a little bit of a, a comparison. So, Fuentes stays back predominantly, even though they're the, the the mirror position. He has to run significantly more. He touches the ball fifteen to thirty times more a game. Um, could we see something happen with the, the the roster to balance that so he's not so? Mm-hmm tasked with getting on the offensive and getting back on the defense where he gets burnt like like throughout the game in terms of like stamina and positioning and everything um i don't think fans see that and obviously he's scarred from the incident in the one final Mm -hmm. so criticism is high i just think that if you actually rationally look at what's happening and you can balance his tasks it will look better that's my that's my other thing does he make mistakes yes i mean Touching the ball thirty times more than the, the mirror position, mistakes You're are to that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not, not to say like he doesn't make some, you know, goofy mistakes, but you can limit them. You can make it, you can make him more comfortable in that situation. It would stink to see him go, in my opinion. But um, you know, it's true. Fan fans just they go hard <clears throat> on some of these. Yeah.
1: Jokes. And look, look, I understand it. You know, it's a way of life. I, I know that. I know that because I live it. Right. I understand what it is to be part of the Americanismo, but there's a fine line between being a diehard fan and being abusive with 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 your fandom, you know. And and I, I feel like some people cross that line a little bit too much and no one's there to regulate them because there is no regulation on fandoms. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this is unfortunate, these are the these are the type of fans that are getting the recognition that are tainting us in a bad lighting because that's not all of us. because the, the majority of us aren't here sitting like, oh my God, I'm going to DM George like F you and F this. And, and no, like none of us are going to say that. And mm-hmm. yeah, we might have some opinions where we disagree on players and, and, and stuff like that, but no one crosses a line in between that sense.
0: I mean, people see me with the national team and, and I have a very strong opinion on Chaka, but do yeah. I wish him ill? No, And no. I actually when he's playing the game, I, I, I mean, I want to be proven wrong, but sometimes it doesn't happen. I don't go into his DMs and be like, you are absolute trash. Like that's the exactly. last thing you want to do. Now why, exactly. I don't know why you're keep getting called up, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know yeah. I don't I, you know I'm not gonna make, make, wish the guy something bad happens. Like people really
1: need to relax a little bit. And and the thing that I don't understand is it's it's one thing to target the player, but then to go after their families. It's like come yeah, on, where's like, where's, yeah. where's 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 the ethics in all of this? And then it just makes you look way. uneducated the way you have exactly. somebody, and it's just like. It's just, Yeah, people need to think before they do that stuff. And 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 that's why that's why we're painted in such a poor light sometimes because of yeah. Well, yeah, those different things.
0: You said spoiled, and that, that,
1: that's a spoiler. We are. We are.
0: That's, yeah,
1: you know. yeah. And we are. It's because of what it, it's because of our, our our you know, quote unquote rich culture that we do have. But it's just there has to be more of accountability between yeah. us as fans, right? Because I said yeah. there is no one to keep us in check, so we have to do it for ourselves. Um, and look, you know, it, it, you can't, you can't drive a good player off just because like that. Come on guys. Like Brian said, there's there's stuff that we don't sit down and analyze sometimes until days later, because we're so in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Right. So I, I hope it doesn't come to fruition. I hope that they're able to calm it down. AJ, we saw a couple, we saw this kind of happen with the ladies as well mm-hmm. with, um,
2: um, Valera Hanna Gutierrez, Varela,
1: Hanna Gutierrez exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw it with them, and and you know the team stepped up, the club stepped up, and 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 you know some of the fans put put regulated. You know, say you know what they don't speak for us, and um and and you know you you just let them you kind of let them disappear and and fade out into the background. And I think this is what we have to do with the whole George situation as well, but. You know, hopefully, it doesn't go to fruition in George case because I think he is a very much crucial player in an America set. That if look, we lost, we already lost Paola Aguilar. If we lose another right back in George Sanchez, I should. if you guys want to get stuck with Brian Glula, that's on you guys. But that's definitely doesn't want. That's not me.
0: Well, yeah, um, and then the thing is, you better have the same judgment for the next guy. It's like exactly. Saying, it's yeah. like I mean, and at the end of the day, you don't want that because it's like uh, your your play is open for for criticism. It's just you know. And I don't want anybody to have to get that type of treatment, you know, no matter what, but exactly, you know, you have to be
1: fair as fair, you know? Yeah, no, you're hundred percent correct in that aspect. But I mean, we we all kind of have an idea as to who we think Solari will keep. Um, Henry Martin seems to be getting that contract extension two years. Um, I think he's very much well-earned. Luis Fuentes getting a one-year contract extension. Uh if we do end up seeing bringing in the left back that uh is playing right now in Puebla remind me his name I know his last name is Reyes but what's Sa- his name Salvador Reyes Salvador Reyes Chava Reyes thank you um it's good competition for Fuentes and I think he'll bring out the best in the youngster and you know we squeeze out the best out of Fuentes and we you know he brings the best out of this player so if he you know talks are that he is just you know details from signing with America and who knows you know, if Pueblo are champions, he comes in even much more motivated, then so be it. Um could happen. Could could definitely happen. Uh, we we talked about uh Brian Ocampos on, on here last week, and uh that seems to have dwindled a little bit. Uh we'll see what happens. But I know that there's three ex Real Madrid Castilla players uh that were very much trending these past couple of days. Um I know one of them is um is, his first name is Cristo, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Crisio Gonzalez from Udinese. Crisio
1: Gonzalez. He, he seems to be um very much heavily rumored. Someone that Solari really, really likes. We'll see what happens. Um, But tell me, who is the one player that you guys want to see brought in from America? Not just the ones that were rumored, but maybe someone you guys would have in mind that you think, you know what, he would fit the Solari scheme. Brian, I saw your eyes light I up.
0: The guy that I've been talking about for a while, but... <laughs> going to cost a little dough, it would be Vidal because he always keep mentions America, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime, but um, that would be fun if it did. That's another splash signing for the league, but
1: um, And did we get rid of Richard Sanchez?
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: that's that's the thing. You know. But you can get Vidal, it, so I mean, it, it, yeah. it, works out. it works out. It works out. And yeah. you know what? He was asked not too long ago about America, and he said he, he keeps flirting with us. I'll say this he, much. He keeps flirting with us. Yeah, he does. And, it's, uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so get, definitely start that GoFund for that Arturo Pidal signing. Um, AJ, who's your number one target for America this season? I don't
2: even know. It's, <laughs> it seems so unrealistic, but the one thing I did mention, only oh, just because of links, hey, imagine Marcelo in America as a left back. Imagine just say bye, Luis Suen. the ball, say hello to the bench. We get Marcelo at that point. It's a foreigner, yeah, but like someone's going to go at that point. I wouldn't mind. Or Mariano Diaz, only because you know he's Dominican. I do love uh, to make it probably national team looking good. There's promise in them. Even though Mariano this doesn't play for the main boy, hey, imagine him. He's right to Solari. So he's got the links. Wouldn't be it wouldn't be too bad. Hey, a swap deal. We send Vines to Real Madrid, Castilla. And we just get Mar- And we get Mariano Dinas.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I have always continuously going to advocate for that Paraguayan connection America loves. Derlis Gonzalez has to be just looked at. America, please look at this man. Guy is just an absolute monster of a winger. So bring him in if possible. But look, the transfer rumor is just starting. Look, we got eliminated two days ago and two days have passed by. And we already, you know, ran through so many names and gone through so many people. Like, this is going to be a crazy off season. So as much as we think we're going to have a little vacation, we won't. Well, we're going to be locked up on Twitter. We're going to be talking to as much people as we can. And we're going to be uh, deep in this whole, you know, transfer rumor mill but if you guys want to know everything that's going on within and around america make sure you guys follow us at ego Eye podcast we'll keep you guys up to date with everything not just the men's because the women's off season is coming up as well and a lot of transfers happening over there so a lot of big stuff happening so make sure you guys follow us on twitter instagram and facebook and we'll keep you guys updated with everything that is going to be happening on in that aspect but as far as kind of recapping the season and everything is there anything else you guys want to say before we kind of wrap it all up and you know close shop for the end of the 2020-2021 season for America?
2: Man, Churchill Lopez was there, things would have been different.
1: Oh, Man. come on, AJ. <laughs> God damn it.
2: <laughs> nah, no. Um just yes, um just it was a fun season, though. Not I'm going to lie with this first season, just right before a week to America. You're just like, he's just got a week to prep. We don't even got any preseason. What is he going to do? I have to see the work that he's done in this first season. Really impressed. Unfortunately, we did get knocked down the first round once again, like last season. But there's promise in that. We went down with a fight. Yes, defeat is bitter. But the very end, there's a light shining down that tunnel. And hopefully that, the, at, the, at the very end of the tunnel, is a championship for next season or for seasons to come. He knows what he's doing. It seems like he knows the America way, and he's looking to buff, it, to buff the team up even more with the science he wants to say. And it's even good to just hear it in the press conference. He doesn't have really any excuse. He says, next goal, we're going for a championship next season. I want to win it. He'll do everything to his ability to get this team uh, that 14th title and continue distancing ourselves for the rest of every other team in Mexico and let everyone know why we going to Los Rey de, El Rey de Copas and Mexico, and why they were the biggest team in Mexico. And it's, good, and it's great to see the exciting things that will be coming up for the future, for America and with Solari.
1: Definitely, definitely. Brian, any last thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, in terms of restructuring the team, players leaving, going, I'm, I'm just going to trust, you know, the organization and Solari and, um, you know, eyes towards Conca Champions because that's going to be a complicated game. Um, we haven't seen a situation like this, so it's going to be fun, in my opinion. Um, And, um, yeah, I, like I said, there's optimism and, um, just looking forward to, to what's coming next. Unfortunately, it's gonna be a fun Ligia, although we're not in it and just enjoy it as much as you can and, uh, strap up for what's coming next. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely quite the off season, like we mentioned. Um, look, it's been a wild roller coaster for, for America, you know, start of the season back in 2020 with Pio Herrera and the whole pandemic still going on and whether or not this was going to be played out and the way that we, you know, ended things with Herrera then to bring in Solari. And, you know, overall as a football calendar year, it was ups and downs for America, but overall, you know, it still still finds a way to creep into our heart and continue to love and, and support this club. So Definitely uh, one for the books And we'll have to see what happens Like you mentioned, AJ, a lot of optimism Coming into the future with Solari And we'll see what happens Well, from all of us here at the Iguay Podcast We just want to say thank you to all of you guys That have uh, made this journey just that much more exciting uh, AJ, a big thank you to you for coming on to the team And doing what you have done uh, To be honest, I don't think we've been able to do Half of the things that we did this season if it wasn't for you But this man has worked his butt off uh, So give this man his due credit um, And to all of our fantastic guests perfect example brian you know always coming in clutch with 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 his information and and his his views and everything like that thank you to everyone in the community for supporting us and continuing to do what you guys do again we'll be off for just a little bit but we'll always be on twitter so if you guys ever want to reach us you can always find us over there um but we'll be back to talk more america stuff later on down in the future in the meantime you guys get your rest go go and just relax Go drink a pina colada if you need to, or whatever it is that you may need to do. We'll be back next season to talk more things All-America. Again, from all of us here at the Eagle Eye Podcast, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Again, be safe, wear your masks, and until next time, as always, Arriba la America. Good night, everyone.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one source for all things Club America in English.